I'm Ange. I walk the shamanic path and I have the best fucking job in the world. Every day I get to tell you I love you. Don't fucking text them. And I get to help people with their relationships um, using ancient wisdom from my extensive studies in shamanism. So I am along this path. I've been lucky enough to find a lot of spiritual friends and I have some not spiritual friends, but they're all funny and they're all beautiful. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about relationships and the things that that we deal with in them. We're going to dissect the twin flame trend and just talk about soul ties and healing in general. So I love you. And of course, like I said before, don't fucking text them. Work on your own shit. You, you are the problem. I'm sorry. You're also the solution. I love you. This guest is Beth. Okay, who is Beth? She has been someone I've known since preschool. We were frenemies until seventh grade, fun fact, and then we became besties. And so it's been so many years. She's been a constant in my life. She's one of the funniest people I've ever met. She's not... I I guess there's a spectrum of spirituality. I would call her not spiritual, but she'd probably consider herself a little bit spiritual. Um, I think we meant to talk about more spiritual stuff, but we really just, it's just us talking nonsense for an hour about everything. We talk about relationships a little. She explains my backstory a lot, just like who she is. And I don't know, either you'll enjoy this or it was just self-indulgent for us, but I love that. I miss you. It's I, you look tropical in the background with all your plants. Thank you. I just gave them a bath too, so they've been freshly watered. Um, yeah. So even better. Okay, I have a very important question. Do you wipe the leaves down because I get lazy about it? And I feel like I'm supposed to. No. I think I know that we're supposed to, and I absolutely don't, and I absolutely need to because um, I've got um, two monsters that are huge and gorgeous, and they are just dull. Um, no, I don't. That's what, that's what she said. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I feel like I just some of them get dusty and then the leaves die. And I don't know if the leaves died because it's their time or if it's because I didn't dust them. Dust doesn't kill them. I mean, like they, they're, they're still getting it's probably, you know, not great for the leaves, but I don't think it's the dust that'll kill them. It's the neglect. <laughs> I guess. I don't like literally. So I don't know if you know this because you haven't been here, but since COVID started, like my brother was here and he had never been to our house and he was like, you have a lot of plants. And I was like, I do um, all over, especially upstairs. And because it just with COVID, I just started. So it's COVID and it was Costco. So every time you go to Costco and they have, I have tall ceilings. So they have like six foot plants. So I just, and they're only like $25, $30. Yes, please. So I just buy I, them. I got way into the um, kind of underground plant dealing scene uh, of COVID <laughs> during COVID of like, I'm on all these like local groups where people <laughs> I've got cuttings of this for free or, Hey, I'm selling um, a rooted this or what for like a really cheap price. And so I have a lot of shit that I got for free or for trade or for like whatever, where people are just, they were moving and they couldn't take plants with them or they like gave a plant a haircut and had, uh, you know, trimmings to give out. So I ended up getting most of this from that. 
you did it smarter than me. I just, and then I try to do the clippings thing and it doesn't, sometimes it works. I don't know. I don't really know what I'm doing. I didn't really learn. I I didn't, I, it was trial and error for me too. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that I just like, I was like, I'll just figure this out. And for the most part, I've got it going pretty good. And then uh, my mother-in-law also has tons of plants and she got excited when I got into plants. So there's some of these, like these ones in the green pots back there. Yeah. And there's other like clippings that when I first started, she was like, take this, take this, take this. Well, I love it. I, it doesn't make me happier, but I've been like, if I ever move or downsize, like I don't, um, I, it like the plants that I have right now directly correlate to the window space I have in this yeah. home. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, um, I'm to the point too, where like, where this is, we get excellent sun here. This is a south facing, yeah. you know, you know, this room, this is, um, the south facing window. Um, I have a lot more plants <laughs> that need either direct or slightly indirect light and like no other windows in the house are decent. Um, all year round, I should say, like in the back hall, we could do plants, but we can't do them yeah. in the cold weather. Um, so we're going to, I'm going to get to a point where some of these get big enough that I'm just going to have to like, I don't know, get rid of them. I don't know where to put them in the house. I move them around there, like low the layers and elevation so that they all can be there. But I mean, you've got one of those. Yeah, I don't know. Right. Whatever. It all works as well. Or just, or just throw them outside and be like, fuck it. That was a nice five years. <laughs> we had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do with my real relationships. I might as well yeah. do it with my plans too. Just throw them outside. So everything comes to an end. It's time. <laughs> I don't know why that, that made me think of, weren't you at my house the day that my mom threw the my fish outside in the backyard when we were little? Not the fish. I was not there for the fish. <laughs> there was, okay, I had a fish tank. Do you remember the Aladdin fish tank that I got in eighth yes. grade? Yes. So yes. it was yeah. Tank and it had Aladdin and Jasmine on the carpet yeah. in it and and then I neglected it and I was a teenager and she was and the only fish that was alive was the Placosimus the gross like catfishy bottom feeder one you know because mm -hmm. those things like never die and I was finally like I just wanted to be done with the fish tank because I was like 16 and it was disgusting because you had to clean all the poop out of it and I never did and then um so I tried to flush it and it was so big the Placosimus that it wouldn't go down the toilet it was alive and so it was winter in Wisconsin. And so it was, <laughs> my mom was like, that's it. Never just Jesus Christ. So she came and she got the fish net and scooped it out of the toilet. And if you remember the house on Radcliffe that grew up in the sliding glass doors in the back, she went to the sliding glass door in winter and she just went to like throw the placosimus and it was sticking in the net. And she was like, ah, she was just screaming. And then finally she just threw the whole net into the woods and then closed the door and was like, Oh my um, god. That's how we I got mean, rid of pets in my family. That's how I mean it's it's effective, I suppose. <laughs> that's how curls end relationships. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of metaphors there. <laughs> we can really unpack that shit for hours. That's, it's exactly like what I'm gonna do with the plant, but we just throw it outside screaming someday in the <laughs> never and then when I still bring it up and I'm like, Do you remember what you did to that fish? And she was like that fish didn't feel anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's so funny. So you've been listening to the podcast. I have been listening to the podcast. It has been so fun to listen to. Um, both, you know, knowing you so well. So like knowing, having, you know, the people that I know 
come on and talk to you, the one with Andy, the one with your mom, and then the people I don't know, but that have gotten to know you really well over these last few years, like yeah. a, kind of a different part of you that I don't know as well. Yeah. It's really like truly self-indulgent on my part just to dig in and be like, I'm going to learn more. And I know like, all of your reference stories. And like, when you're talking to people about things, it's like, Oh, I, I know that, or I was there for that. And it's really yeah. like, it's totally inside baseball. And it's been really fun. <laughs> I think also too, um, because, because I don't TikTok and it's not any sort of like, I think I'm better than TikTok. I just hate watching videos. <laughs> like I'll yeah. watch a dog video here or there, but like I, it's my preferred, like social media indulgence is scrolling through Twitter because like I can, it's quick and I can just go, yeah. But like, you've got this whole world on TikTok that I've not been, you know, that I, yeah. I, I don't know. So this is fun. Like the podcast world is a fun way for me to like get into that part of your brain now, since it's, yeah, you know, it's, 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 I'm, I'm learning the parts of you that um, have been away from the, you know, the last few years. So it's been really, it's been really great. Yeah. It's so funny when you said that, I was like, oh, that's so it, like, that would be, I was like, actually, you're right. Like if you did a podcast and you talked to all these random people in your life, I would be my favorite thing. Cause you've been one of my best friends, like my whole yeah. life. So of course, you know, you, the people, you'd know the stories, yeah. you know, the stuff, you'd know, like the inside stories to them. Like maybe you'd find yeah. out like, first, like it would just, it's so great. It's yeah. So great. And then it's funny. So I like, I, so I think I've, I think I told you this past month, like I've been going through what spiritual people call like a dark night of the soul, just like a, just like a time of reflection and like, uh, it's just been rough, you know, like a rough mental health month, but I think culminated and I texted you, I think the next day, Monday night when I had to go to the ER, which I ended up being fine, but like, you know, cause I thought my bronchitis was worse. Um, and it's just long COVID, but like, I kind of had this realization as I was in the ER crying, I was literally sobbing because I'm like, I, I don't have anyone that lives me. I'm all alone. I'm like, well, that's not true. I've also, I have to face the fact that I put myself in this situation where I live two hours away from my closest friends and family. And I was going through a rough time and I did a self isolation thing or, you know, everything. I mean, there also were choices unrelated, right? But like, it's not exactly, I can look at it from this old victim place of like, I'm just alone and nobody loves me, but that's not true. Okay. So like, I was like, if I were in Milwaukee right now, like, first of all, my sister-in-law would be the first one to come sit right here. And like, I texted Michelle the next day and we barely talk anymore because that was, has been complicated, but even she was like, absolutely. I would be there immediately. Like it would, I have a lot of, and then I have you and Jenny are my oldest best friends. And I was like, I need to text Beth tomorrow. And even like Beth and Katie and have the three of us plan a dinner. I need to text Jenny and say, I need you, me and Eileen to have a dinner. And like, I want to do things with that. All four of those people with their kids too. Like, um, there's no reason not to anymore. I think COVID we got so, I got so used to not doing anything because we couldn't, that like, I forgot to start reaching out and then everything started to decline. So like decline. So like, I think I went through a lot of that stuff but it's funny because I, I happened to, I was on um, the phone with Jenny for an hour this morning. We hadn't talked in months. And so it's like, oh, this is a good morning for me because I get both my two very best friends for, for my whole life. But um, she said, yeah, I guess I forgot that. I like haven't even, I, she, the way she said it was like, I guess I, I forget because I see you every day on Instagram that we're not talking. And I'm like, I don't even think about the fact that you guys see me talking. And my mom will say that too. She's like, I just listen to your lives or I watch some of your content sometimes. It's so nice to just hear your voice. But like that sometimes fills people's cups in a way. And then I haven't talked to any of you. So I'm just like, 
it, it's weird is all I'm it's saying. It's wild that like, yeah, your closest relationships are becoming parasocial in a way that where, you know, uh, um, we're getting all of the information. <laughs> it's, you know, the same as following an Instagram account of like, you know, you're our, you're our local celebrity that we're following on social media. So we get all the information, but then yeah. you don't know the stuff about us. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, and I'm glad, and I'm glad too, that you're, you're actively reaching out. First of all, I just want to say, I just like knowing what's going on and, and when yeah. things are rough, even if I can't do anything, I just want to know, um, like as much as I want to know when things are, are good, I want to know when things are not good too. But, um, I well, you agree. and I are better about, I don't know. We, we, yeah. We, yeah. Quick yeah. text. And I'm good at those. Yeah, I am too. I think you and I have really similar <laughs> communication, um, patterns, um, you and I are both, um, I think you and I both are so, so similar in the way that we love canceled plans more than anything. Yes. And um, we're, we're both uh, extroverted instro introverts and we love to be home. And sometimes when we look around and we realize that we've isolated ourselves so much, and certainly I think the last two years, I'm sure there are parts of it over the last couple of years where you were like, this is fucking great. I yeah. love it. Yes. And then there are parts yes. too where I was like, I don't have to think about excuses to cancel plans. I can just stay home. And then yeah. now I'm kind of looking around and I'm like, oh, now I feel sad though, because <laughs> I haven't seen yes. people. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's weird. Uh, it's weird to have that realization. I think a lot of people are, but I think those of us that enjoyed a little bit of the isolation are coming to realize that we need a little bit more balance. Um, I know, you know, people who are more extroverted certainly struggled a lot more with that isolation. Like I would watch Nick when he would do like Zooms with family members or friends and he just lived for it. And he could stay on a Zoom with like friends or family for hours and it just drained me and I hated it. And yeah, like, me too. he needed it, you know, and that's what he like, cause he needs that, he needs that interaction and I need just a little and then I want to go away. Yeah. And that, but that was kind of what I was realizing too, because I'm with you on that. The first, like what the quarantine for a while, I was like, this is fantastic. Like, I don't want this to ever, I want everything to be virtual my whole life, which I kind of did change that. But um, I, I like, if I love having people around, then I need to find a way to be, I don't want to say forgiving or patient, but like, I need to not be so hypercritical of everyone and everything and, and have to retreat back into myself all the time. Like I want to heal that more because it's not like I'm criticizing everyone, but like I get sick of everyone pretty quickly and then I need to go back to my hermit mode. I'm the same, I'm the exact same. <laughs> you know, I think about this makes, it makes me laugh. There was this one time, it was when we were in our early twenties. I think I was, I was, I don't know if I was back living in Milwaukee or if it was like a summer that I was home. And like you and I hadn't seen each other in maybe like, I don't know, like a year or six months. And it was one of these things where we made plans to go out and like meet at a bar or something. And like, I was excited to see you, but like you had called me and you're like, yeah, I just don't want to. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? Actually same. <laughs> and I was like, there's only a certain type of friend that you can just be like, mm, not feeling it. Like, love you. Favorite person, haven't seen you in months, but just kind of no, don't feel it. And like at the time, yeah. I, I just thought it was so great because I was like, I totally understand. And this is hilarious. And uh, like it was, yeah. there was probably many of those instances. And I feel like you and I both did that to each other. And I feel like we both yeah. uh, get it. So that's, I think, one of the reasons we've been able to stay yeah. friends and not, and not ice each other out over the years because we both get it. You know what I mean? I don't think either one of us is. I, I can't remember the last time where I've taken anything personally that 
has ever happened between us. It's been a very long time, you yeah. know, and maybe when we lived across the street from each other and saw each other more, it was a little easier to get irritated with each other sometimes. But even then, like, I didn't, I didn't, I think that's what's good about our friendship. I, it just, I just don't take any of it personally, and neither do you, because we know it's not about, mm-hmm. we're like, I love you, and it's it has nothing to do with me if you don't want to see me. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, we both have our weird, uh, like, things with needing to protect our energy, and at times, and, and we just, uh, yeah, we, we're good we, at, we're good at boundaries, but we're good at respecting each other's, you know? I've not always been good at boundaries with everyone else. Well, I don't know. I would say the thing I said to you, I've always done to people and that does drive some people nuts. Um, but I don't, I don't care because I can't, you can't make me do anything I don't want to do. I, yeah, I think some people consider it like rude or a slight and I get that. I totally get that. But I, um, like, I love a canceled plan. I love a canceled plan. <laughs> um, now when I'm date, when I've been dating, I do not enjoy oh, yeah. it. Then I take it so personally. It's crazy how like all of a sudden that dynamic changes. I can imagine. Yeah, I I, I think that's a different, um, you know, different type of uh, different type of scenario. I can see how that would be. uh... Yeah, but I on the flip side, I would cancel on people I was dating in the same way I said it to you and not feel bad about it. Oh, well, well. I don't know. I, it's so funny. I will say, and I think, so you've heard this some of the podcasts, but like, I guess I, I didn't realize um, how, like some of the things I just do and some of the blunt things I say and the way I, I don't have, you, you may not know this about me, but I don't have a lot of emotional depth and I, <laughs> I know. said that on so many of these podcasts where you're like, I, I don't have emotion, like I got nothing going on or like, I have no clue or I've got, I'm, I'm completely, and I laugh because like, I get why you're saying that. Like, I don't think it's entirely true, but like, I totally like also, I see why you say that. It makes me laugh every time. I, until I've been doing this, I've been in this world that's TikTok and dating and all this other stuff, but I didn't realize that that was, a, I thought everyone just thought like me. And just was like, so that's why I say it because I don't, and in dating, it's been a little rough because every, like a lot of the guys I would be dating would be like, I can't wait to, to get to know like the, um, the real Ange behind these TikToks (laughs) and like the softer side of, and I was like, Ooh, I'm going to get dumped because that's, our time is limited, sir. It's just that that's what she said, uh, jokes and burping and. I yeah. love you, you know, but that's, that's it. I don't know. I think I have, I have feelings, but I'm not like a, you know what I mean? I don't know how to describe that. You, um, you know, you play your cards close to the, you definitely have feelings. And I've, um, I've, 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 I've witnessed you and been with you through multiple, yeah. multiple emotions on, you know, for multiple things. You definitely have feelings. I think, um, I think, like day-to-day stuff you definitely feel big you know big feelings and express big feelings um but I think there's um you kind of play play your cards close to the chest a little bit in the uh kind of in between zone right and I think I kind of do that a little bit too like I I recognize it because I I do that a little bit too and I don't know if it's um you know dealing with uh you know childhood stuff or just our like Norwegian upper Midwestern upbringing like our stoicism of like you know we just kind of don't play into a lot of those like a lot of those emotions I don't I don't know what it is but 
I have decided it's astrology. <laughs> I love it. It's why not? It's, people why not? would people. I gotta look at your chart again. I mean, you're an Aquarius yeah. sun, but yeah. people with heavy water placements in their chart are like the crybabies who are constantly. I don't know. Like, I don't think any of your kids are even like that. Nick's really emotional. Like he's, he's super emotional. Yeah, he's very very in touch with his emotions. So like we, I guess we balance each other out in that way. Yes. Where I'm, I'm so much more removed um, from my own emotions, and we laugh about this that whenever. Um, like I get big news or whenever something really emotional happens, I won't react right away. And then three days later, out of nowhere, I will just start crying randomly yeah. or something will hit me. And I, it's like a, it's like a hand grenade where it just like goes off and like, or I'll start laughing hysterically or, or whatever it is. Like my yeah. reaction takes a while and it's not even something like I'll think about or feel it'll just like, it'll just creep up on me and, and do its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Radley's very emotional. And yeah. he, and like we that when we argue about things, that's usually what he's mad at me about because he's like, you just keep talking about feelings like it's the same as having them. <laughs> and I'm like, it is <laughs> communicating your feelings. And he's like, no, like you like you don't actually care though. I'm like, I do. This is how I show that I care by talking about my feelings. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's more of like a logical because I've got so I'm air. Air is like the thought process. I don't know. I think you're that's you're really good at communicating too. I think like you articulate them through but it's just there was there was some reality show that Jared and I were watching once a really long time ago where this he was like, That is so you. And I think you and I are this way, where there was like this lady and she was sitting there and her husband and her were having this big emotional conversation and she was like, she looked just like this. I gotta do it. She was like, I'm so mad right now. <laughs> she, had, like, this, she had no emotion on her face or intonation in her voice. Like yeah, that's, that's how you and I get and we mean yeah. it, but like we're yeah. not gonna like Yeah. Yeah, that's a hundred like I can identify it it almost feels robotic at times like oh there's yes. I can identify it. Here are the three reasons why I'm feeling it. Yes. Like, does it make sense that I'm like you then you analyze it like does it make sense why I'm feeling this now? And like you think about all of the yeah. mechanics about it and you don't actually feel it. Until three days later in the grocery store, you start crying. Yes. Well, and that's what I was talking to um, my other best friend, Texas Danny, not Wisconsin Danny, mm -hmm. um, yesterday. And I said, I feel so much better because now that I've been on prednisone and antibiotics, like, I go, I don't think you realize how bad I was. Like, even Monday night, I'm like, I literally was so hopeless. I wanted to die. And she was like, I guess I didn't because you just say it like that. Like it's like, it's the same as like, I think I want to get a cat today or like, you know what I mean? Like I shouldn't say that, but you know, like I, it is, it's the way that I say things sometimes it's like, I'm saying a big thing. I think that's been kind of one of my downfalls and my whole thing in life is always like, nobody ever listens to me, but it's, I'm saying a thing in a very um, monotone way that sounds robotic, but it's a big thing for me. Well, it's protection, right? Like you do it, you do it probably for protection a little bit. And I, you know, if, if you've, not been you know properly taught that emotions are you know okay to feel or how to deal with them then um yeah then you know you maybe put up this wall so that you don't uh so that you can show that you can manage your emotions and feelings when sometimes we just need to feel them and that's really hard when you don't really have a good yeah but i think i would argue that some people just this is we all feel differently like i think yeah, i've done a lot of work looking at i used to do the wall thing more but when we, it's me being vulnerable now, it's literally just me saying the thing in a very robotic voice. <laughs> but it, that's me being vulnerable. So then people are like, I don't know. I've noticed with guys I was dating too, like they expect, I think for me more than anything, 
I've learned that I want peace now. I don't want to live in the drama like I grew up in. And, like, I love my mom, but, you know, she's very dramatic. And so I don't want to be that animated all the time. It's draining. It is. It takes so much energy. Yeah. And um, that's why then you need to go sit alone for a while. Because it's like you just did a bit. <laughs> like. <laughs> right. And it's, um, uh, boring is good. I've, I've come to determine. <laughs> no news is good news and boring is good. And, like, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I feel... I feel that if there's not the big highs and the big lows, um, it it feels manageable, I guess. I agree. I and that's so that's why I've not been dating since the last breakup too. Because I'm just I'm just I don't know. I just like if if I want to have a family, I want to be in a loving relationship. I want to have like a household full of people that I love. And if it were as simple as like just meeting a person that was great and like having that happen that that would be very healing and that would be wonderful mm -hmm. but the dating process of like going through people at this point and the the kind of like little setbacks in the way of damaging your soul in the way of healing that it takes just to sort through them mm -hmm. to me is not worth the risk right now you yeah. know what i mean yeah it's something that you're not wanting to spend your energy on um yeah. so I, i've really part of why i've one of the many reasons I love listening to this podcast is hearing you talk about the relationships you've had over the past few years. Cause I, yeah. like you've kept me updated, you know, every once in a while, like I do. And it's not, it's not a like, Oh, I wish you would tell me more. Like you tell me what you need to tell me when you need to tell me it. And I'm just along for the ride, but like, I feel like I'm getting more information about some of the relationships and I yeah. am, I'm just loving it. I'm loving like hearing about yeah. like, and um, you know, in some of them, um, <laughs> you know, some of them I would hear about, and some of them I feel like I've given nicknames to in, in when you when you've texted me information about them. So it's like, oh, that's that guy, that's that guy. Um, but I do uh, I do really like getting the insight on kind of what the um, like how the relationships have played out and kind of how they've affected you both kind of positively or even sometimes negatively too. Like is yeah. don't like knowing that your heart has been broken or that you've gone through you know um gone through that stuff it's just um I like hearing your perspective on it and it's you know it's one thing to hear about it in a conversation with you and me but you know everyone you communicate with people differently everybody communicates with you know all their different people differently so to hear yeah. like how you would tell you know talk about this with somebody else it's um it's really it's really cool um to hear yeah I think about it well like with you it's you've got I don't bug you with drama because that's just not <laughs> like you when you have time to like take in the story that's why the podcast format for is helpful for our friendship because then it's like okay I'm folding laundry and I have time then I want to hear something entertaining this is a great time to hear about Angela's dating life but like there in the beginning when I started dating there were so many people coming in and out of my life so fast that I realized normal people like you or Jenny like people that are not also dating a million people have and even people that were had no capacity to remember who I was even talking about so yeah, I, I got I, I got confused a few times early on and I was like, wait, is this the whatever? And you're like, yes. no, 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 that's not him. This is whoever. And it, and yeah, it was, but like it wasn't like a gosh, Angela's going through him. You know, it wasn't like that. It was just um, yeah, the capacity to 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 yeah. kind of latch onto the stories and kind of digest them on my end was not not as much there. Well, because also like, you know, then t three weeks later you'd be like, How are things going with so and so? And I'd be like, Who? Yeah. because I had already I keep it's true. it's true this is terrible but the boyfriend I had in 
June. I still don't remember. I get his name wrong all the time. I have to ask Danny. I'm like, was it Brent or Brad? And she's like, <laughs> I don't remember. I don't, she knows. So I check with her. I mean, it was only like three weeks. It doesn't fucking matter, but like literally full on boyfriend label. And I don't remember his name. So I don't need to, I learned, I, I don't need to tell everyone. I share on here because it helps. The stories help people mm-hmm. for some reason. So, but like, yeah, I just stopped. It's also stupid. It's just such a waste of energy too. Like I've learned from all these things, but like, it's just been such a, what I realize now is that, you know, I jumped out of um, a really rough relationship with, you know, with Jared with my ex-husband. And I really thought I had done enough healing work because of the EMDR and everything. And that I could just go find the right person and have another baby and get married. And like, we'd be okay. This is good. I'm healed now. And I unknowingly just jumped right into the lion's den and backtracked my healing. And like, fortunately, I documented it all on TikTok and made a living out of it. So I mean, like, it's not for nothing. But I realize now, like, okay, I actually need to like, get solid on my own, because I still kind of hate myself again. After everything I just put myself through and I re traumatized myself in a lot of relationships since Jared, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, um, I think, I mean, there's, I think there's some kind of natural like progression to like when a long-term relationship ends, especially when a marriage ends and especially, you know, when you guys were, you guys were together for so long that there is going to be a little bit of a, like wanting to meet and meet different people, try out different, you know, like it's, it's, it's a new world after you've been in a long-term relationship, right? And it's it was probably I'm guessing the dating world was significantly different. Oh my god! When you like the stuff that I hear um, <laughs> from uh, and P- anyone I know that's dating, I just um, it's just horrifying. And um, I uh, if Nick is ever hit by a bus, I'm never going to date. Is is the thing? Well, I'm so good at it now that I can I can coach anyone through it. Like I know what what. That was the thing. I was like a lamb for slaughter on dating apps. Like you don't realize most of, especially if you're a woman, most of the guys around our age, plus or minus, like have just been on these apps for a while and they use them to whatever they're looking, like they're not there for relationships, but they're not saying that. So it was like, I was literally like a lamb for slaughter. And I'm not trying to be a victim, but like I wasn't, it's a really bad, terrible place for a whole bunch of people who are terrible at boundaries to all show up and then um ruin each other's lives and that's what it is and like yeah so like I didn't I had no idea what was going on because I every guy I meet every guy I date is like oh my gosh I like I love you like I love you you're my person like right away and I'm like oh I knew this was coming thank you lord okay I am I am great thank you you know um finally someone gets it and then (laughs) and he gets it right away we didn't even have to go through anything like he just knows that I'm great and knows that he loves me yeah and he's so nice and he's not like you know calling me a cunt or like not yet not yet (laughs) so like literally and then the thing is too especially when though i feel like the more like like fake i got with my appearance too or like because i went through a thing of like oh if i just look super pretty and like do all these things to myself it made it worse because then guys are not even they're not even getting to know you at all (laughs) and then it's three weeks in and they're like i don't like you but they don't say that they just say like i've just realized i need i don't think it's a good match i've got some demons or blah but it's really because they're like I didn't even listen to a word she said for the first two weeks. 
Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's what's happening to yeah. me. So I'm just gonna try to be ugly again, and then <laughs> I gotta say though, like your like, your whole like makeup thing you're like I was when I was getting ready I was like well Angela wears makeup and she knows how to do this now and I don't know how to do any of this anymore so I like yeah. I, I I put effort in because I um usually don't wear much but like I I wanted to um I I've noticed in the little clips of the videos of your TikToks that I have seen or like on Instagram I'm like Gosh, she looks hmm. she knows how to she knows how to do things I did learn because Gen, Gen Z teach taught us on TikTok and so I just do what they say. I, I do, do ask my my teenage daughter for tips yeah. now. Like, and she did my eyeliner for um a thing this summer, and it does help to have a teen in the house. I will say for um for advice on that kind of thing. Yeah, I like fucking contour. I it's really just like sage makeup mixed with the Mac counter, but like mind blowing. I can have when I look at pictures of us in our twenties now. I'm like the. I, we could have looked so much better had we known we could have if we could time travel if time travel was a thing I would use it to teach 20 2000 me 2000 year 2000 I would teach 2000 yeah. me contouring yeah. and I would just fucking I would have every dude I ever wanted I love I it so the okay so then the secret is should Nick get hit by a bus I should learn how to contour I'll <laughs> teach you yeah no, just just be prettier. No, I'm just kidding. You look gorgeous, by the way. You look, and I. It's funny because we're talking about lip injections, and when I think of people with the best lips, you have always had like your lips are what people to go to get injections to be like best. So when you said that, I was like, why in the world would you ever do that? It's more. It's less that I think that I don't have lips or need them. It's more that like I like I've always been one of these like I just want to experience everything once to say that I have and I've kind of been you know I, I did a lot of that for many years and there's a little bit less of that to kind of do and I don't know I haven't been yeah. um, I'm not feeling as adventurous but it's like that's why I got my eyebrows microbladed even though like so I don't really care about like that kind of thing but I have a friend who was doing it and I was like yeah I'll just try it just to try it and like with the lip injections too like um I don't know it's just to just to see what I would look like and just to do it but if you say that it's the most painful thing then I'm good because the eyebrows I cried like so hard with the eyebrows it was really painful I <laughs> see no I'm just I know. <laughs> it was the lip injections are terrible the microblading was I don't know maybe because I don't know why that didn't hurt as much for me it hurt but it was like fine it was just but the lip injections are awful it's only like 10 minutes but it's like the I mean, they're literally, they numb, but that you can't numb yeah. inside your lips. So there's needles yeah. going into your lip. And like, so my, I already have a full bottom lip. So they yeah. just did the top one mostly. And just like the edges here. And so you can see all the needle marks. There's probably like a hundred needle marks and it goes in and it, she has to get the angles and like, it hurts. Oh God. How, but, like, how long does it last once you got it? Supposed to be like almost six months to a year. I feel like it depends on a lot of things like, um, I don't know they can it just metabolizes like so if you i don't i don't know if people are biting your lips a lot like they will go away faster but i don't know what your sexual practice is i don't need to know but i'm just saying i think it depends on what's happening in your life um but and just everybody's body is different but i feel like my top one's already gone away a lot i think it's a slippery slip though because like i because that's why i literally think of you all the time because you've always had really full lips and it's been like one of the um like everyone has their like 
pretty thing that like you, you can be good looking but everyone has a thing that i think everyone's like i always thought that's why you were special gene jolie in roller because you have her lips i think that that's part of the reason why i mean i i've always loved angelina jolie and somebody at the time gave me this suggestion for the name because i wanted like a celebrity parody yeah. and that one um he said and i was like oh that's good but yeah i think i think there's you know there's there's so, a lot of that too <laughs> but I already have, I'm having a thing where I'm like, they're not big enough. Like I want them bigger. I want them bigger. And like, I just, you can't, yeah. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be Lisa Rinna. Oh God. Yeah, no. And it's, um, there's definitely a line between, um, just like kind of a little bit of a natural enhancement and like, uh Oh, face. And, mm -hmm. uh, you can tell, like, it's one of those things where you can't really define it, but like, you know, when you see it kind of like yes. pornography, you can't define it, but you know, it when you see it, just the exactly. same thing, like when there's too much going on. Um, or when people start doing it too young too, like, I feel like we're at the age where it makes sense that like, you know, people are starting to want to do it, but like, I gotta oh, ask our kid, like our 20 year olds getting yeah. this shit done. Yes. But here's why, like Jennifer Aniston claims that she's always gotten it done because it's preventative. So there's people that are saying that. I don't know if preventative that's preventative for what? Like, like if, if you get it, when you just start getting really fine lines that you don't get more wrinkles over the years. Uh, okay. Like and so uh-huh like botox and so i don't know man it that's where i'm just like i don't know because i have a couple of little crow's feet right here and these bags under my eyes that if i were gonna get anything that's what and then when i say that everyone's like you don't even have forehead wrinkles i'm like i know but i have this and it bothers me but like i'm 43 like who the fuck cares i guess like i'm just kind of like trying to embrace that now more and be like you know what even when you when you look too perfect then nobody's getting to know you anyway so like it's like we'll just be whatever the fuck you are yeah there's no character in uh in in flat flat no wrinkle faces when people are are our age i know and like 99 percent of my work is done on apps where you can put on a light filter so they don't even see the bags yeah. under your eyes or like i don't really always put on some days i go full glam with makeup but lately i haven't been um but you can just put on a filter that makes it look like you do so it's like Oh, who the fuck cares? I can be fat I mean, with a good camera angle now <laughs> <laughs> and, and no makeup on and everyone tells me how gorgeous I am. And I'm like, thank you. I, I know that. I love it. I love it. I'm just That's getting great. the people to love bomb me. I'm catfishing everybody. <laughs> well, you're doing a good job at it. Whatever you're doing, <clears throat> it up. So I, I mean, it's, uh, it is impressive to see what you've been able to do, um, with all of this in the last few years um and like i it is a world that i don't understand so i'm super fascinated <laughs> by it like i don't understand uh TikTok. i don't understand making a living off of social media but i love that it's a thing and um i don't yeah i don't i, don't, I would not be able to describe where money comes from or how work is done but i know that a lot of work goes into it and i am i am proud of you well, I'll tell you because I get this question, especially with guys I would start dating. They're always like, so where do, or people are like, so how does like TikTok pay you? And they don't. So for me, and everyone's different, but I don't, I don't have that many followers really. Like 40,000 is not that many. Um, I make, I mean, I'm in the creator fund, but I, if I make $40 a month on the creator fund, that's a good month. One, sometimes I'll have a video blow up and I make 60, but it's like, that's nothing, right? Compared to, and gifts, like that's not a lot of money, but all my money's through bookings. So people, you know, book one-on-one -on -one tarot and shamanic healing with me based on seeing me in the content. So okay. um, if like my tarot, if my tarot 
my I do a daily reading, you know, on Insta, YouTube, and TikTok. And then if that resonates with people, they'll they'll book with me one on one and be like, oh my god, I need to talk to you because that reading was so good, or I just like your energy or whatever. And so, um, and then the I was able to quit my day job when I realized I could go live on TikTok and then charge eleven dollars per reading on live while I'm on there. So mm. they're booking directly through my website to get in line while I'm on live. And you know, you do enough of those in an hour and they move quickly. And then, so that's a bulk of my money too. So it's all just through booking. So like it's, but it's not through the, the content just gets my following so that the right people find me. Um, but that's like how it gets monetized for me. I think every content creator is different. It depends on your niche niche and what you're doing too. Um, I have a rule since the beginning and I don't know if you, have you ever heard of human design? Mm-mm. it's a weird spiritual thing but it's like instead of astrology it's like this um it's a different way to chart energy or i don't know whatever but it's based on when you were born and it's like it tells you like how you're supposed to be successful in life jenny's digging through the toilet over there so. but um she it mine says that like basically i'm always supposed to be wait to be invited to the party like i shouldn't ever be driving outcomes i should just be kind of like sitting around living my life and waiting for someone to say like hey I really think you should go live and let me pay you for readings. And like, so people started asking in the comments, why don't you ever go live? And I was like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know what it was or what was a thing. Yeah. But I know that I'm, when I know that when people tell me that they want something, I'm supposed to listen. So I was like, okay. So I went, started going live, just doing free collective readings. And they were like, can we pay you for personal readings? I'm like, well, why would you, why would you want to sit and watch me do someone's private readings like right. i was like that's the weirdest thing ever like you guys would all just want to watch and th- yeah they do that's what so we call it bathroom line style when i go on live because it's like you get in line and then you sit and watch the shit show and talk to other people in the comments like you're at a bar bathroom line right like right. that's the most fun part about it and oh, like fun. people just leave it on the back in the, on in the background while they're at work and they're like i feel like i'm in like a doctor's office waiting room it's just like insanity like yeah so again you get to hear everyone's lives and then like sometimes it's the same people every day so like you get invested in their storyline with their ex-boyfriend who moved in a new girlfriend or whatever it is you know that would be that is interesting because i love um there's a couple of podcasts that i listen to that are just focused on other people's like gossip (laughs) where not like celebrity gossip or whatever just like people submit stories of like gossip of like their own co-workers or like people they know and then like they read the stories on the podcast and they talk about them and they're it's fascinating um yes. to hear other people's other people's stuff well and that's so that's why i started doing the podcast because there are a ton of people listening to you but um, the people from my lives are most of them because they're like i just like hearing the things you talk about and your perspectives on stuff and i don't know it's just it's you know yeah so it's kind of cool. So like, yeah, then they, people are asking me, oh, you should do a podcast. And I'm like, okay. So I figure out how to do a podcast. Like, so I just kind of, and when people, I asked me to teach classes, I started teaching classes and that was a nice revenue stream for me. And, and they learned a lot and got to work on themselves. So like, I don't know, I just keep waiting until people ask for stuff so I can have reci- reciprocated value and find a way to monetize it. And, you know, people want to spend money on that stuff. So might as well be it. you. And I think it takes a certain type of um, skill to be open to that too, right? To be open to the different um, opportunities and not to say like, this is this is what I do, this is who I am. Like if yeah. you're, um, and if that makes sense, if you're the type to need to be, if you're the needing to be invited to the part, like whatever whatever yeah. that is, like it, it's just showing that like your energy is ready and or like you're, you're ready yeah. to 
you're you're always in ready position and you're just waiting for like what the next move is but somebody's got to kind of point that out and point that point you in the direction to go and you'll you'll yes. you'll be ready to go which is i love i hate making like decisions i always joke like i have never had an original thought like when bradley and i talk about doing artwork he makes all this original stuff you know all the time content and i'm like i just i just replicate things i see i'm great at that and doing it funny but like i don't have a very and so we all kind of got to know who we are but that's great so it works out well because when people say they want something i'm like oh i can make that i have the skill set to do that or all right i but it's also it's where where my life experience has set me up in a way that I just like and not many people could be like oh okay and like figure out how to fully do a podcast in a day I mean I don't think it's that hard but it's not like you know what I mean like as I was doing it I was certainly acknowledging like oh my life experience made this really simple you know right yeah you've built up the skills up into this point and like you know how to use um like you know how to use the tools to market what you're doing too like it's not like you're starting completely from scratch no, and in the beginning, so that's how it all got started. I was randomly, I started posting tarot on TikTok because I don't know, it was quarantine, I was bored. But, um, and one of them blew up. And then in the comments, someone was like, do you do private readings? And I was like, okay. Sure. So I set up a website that night. I set up my website and like got it all going. So a lot of folks on that do tarot on TikTok still, um, just have them pay directly via PayPal and email them for, and I was like, I'm not, who is fucking time for that? I want a fully automated self booking system that ties into my Google. But I had been working, setting up ERP systems, you know, software and for businesses, for large businesses, for my whole career. So like I already knew technology could do a lot of stuff for us and, and, and the whole treasury management side behind it, I obviously knew and, um, the bookkeeping and that like it, you know so it's kind of easier for me and the other thing is too that people don't realize is um like you know how a lot of content creators i don't know if you know this but they use link tree you know oh, um yeah. so the so you can only usually put one link on like insta or tiktok for your website and they'll use link tree to link to all the different things well i've worked in business long enough to know you want to drive everyone to your website and get them to subscribe so that you have all their info so everything goes to my website and I, I cuss, I built my own website so I can add and take shit off of there all the time. So I, everything's on there. I don't use Linktree and like, that's been a big, cause if I want to send an email blast, I've got 3000 people just on there, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I just think things like that, a lot of people that there's just, my life experience has helped me. I don't know that that's why I'm like, well, I don't know that everyone would have been successful. It was a unique experience for me is what I'm saying. Right, right. Like you, uh, you had the, the, you were in the right place at the right time with the, with the right skills. So yeah. like question for you. So you're like knowing that like some of the things, the new things that you've added and have started doing um, have come, um, have been inspired by the requests of others. Right. But like, mm -hmm. are there things that you are wanting to do? Or like when you see, like, think about yourself and like three years from now, like what's, what are the things that you like, is it consulting for other people? Is it, is it other things with like teaching? Is it more, um, is it more like online based stuff or is it more like in person now that that's more of a possibility than when you started? Like, what are the things that you're thinking about? Like my gentle way of asking, like, what's your three-year plan? Yeah. Just out of curiosity and more than anything, it's not like a, yeah, not like a, a question to prove any sort of, you know, viability. It's just like, what are your thoughts yeah. and how, where do you want to go with this? 
Yeah. So, I mean, like I've had extensive training in shamanism now, so that's my core. I mean, tarot is just another form of divination, but like, you know, the Peruvian tracking and divination and shamanism shit that I've learned is like, and nobody, not a lot of people can do that. Like I can literally journey your past lives and fucking clear soul contracts and do soul retrievals. And that's such powerful work to me. Um, and just even a quick chakra tune up on someone or cutting energetic cords, like, it, I, my my specialty in shamanism is helping people with their relationships while they're living, you know, so that because we all come here, I believe, to die a good death on the day of our choosing from a place of alignment. And um, you work out a lot of your shape, your childhood trauma and your past life trauma through relationships. And so that's my all the all my Libra energy. That's my shit. So, um, you know, and I know it's real and I know going to see a psychic or a medium or a tarot reader is one of the oldest professions and um anywhere i go or any new clients i find like they immediately identify that it's real deal shit and they come back so i don't worry about it because i literally could anywhere i move i could go to the beach with some fucking cards and have a clientele and a couple of, it's people it's the oldest profession people are always going to need it like you know so um i just i know i'm always gonna be doing that within those boundaries there's so many different things i could or ways i could use it that it's like it's fine um that it's like i don't know i just am gonna go where it takes me i think you know rad really wants to stay here for a while you know and, and his dad is here so like i'm kind of stuck physically in green bay for probably the next 10 years and because my amy my teacher amy has that retreat center here um the particular work i do while it's really rare to find anywhere in the world it's not so rare in green bay because it's saturated because there's the proximity of her her, her stuff so um you know one of my other clients is flying up from texas to get trained by her starting in December and she was she lives in Fort Worth Dallas she's like there's only like one other sh shamanic practitioner here so I would really I, I could have a pretty big practice it's a thing and even it, like um you know it's pretty big they're they're all over it when you go to Sedona um there's a bunch from there but other than that so I I think eventually I'd like to have more of an in-person practice but back to what you and I were talking about but like not really wanting the people I really like that I get to do it all via zoom um so I don't know. I mean, I think I, I, I'm going to, that's why, like, I started posting on YouTube because when they rolled out shorts and then TikTok monetized reels or not TikTok, Insta monetized reels. So I started doing different ones on there and I'm actually getting traction there too. So I think for me, it's just staying on top of what social medias are trending because it's not going to be TikTok forever. Right. Um, and and that's why even like be real started happening and i was like well i'll do be real because what if that's going to end up being something but then i was like yeah i don't like this so i stopped doing it but you know like i think it's just like trying shit and then like somebody i think like one of the next things i need to start doing somebody people have been asking me about destiny tracking and so i have all these skills i don't even know how to like tell people i know how to do because i've learned so much so like destiny tracking is figuring out like what you're supposed to be doing with your your gifts in life mm -hmm. and so like I need to start offering that as a called out service versus just saying you can book a one-on-one -on -one with me and people don't know what they could even do with me. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Well, yeah, I mean I will tell you, like I know I kind of understand, you know, or I do understand <clears throat> most of the things that you are currently doing, but like I feel like I would want you to like I would want to sit down in front of you and just have you tell me like <laughs> these are the things that I think like these are the things that I think you need. Like I wouldn't yeah. even know like how to like um like pick out what I would 
I guess because this is the these tools and these things that you do are things that I like have knowledge of, but like I don't um, I don't seek them out. Um, but I see yeah. the value in them. So um, I wonder too, um, and uh, this is just more about, you know, kind of like thinking about how I relate to your stuff is, is that I, um, I just would, I would be very curious to kind of have some of those skills applied to do, do your magic on me. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to in a roundabout way. Yeah. And so I think that's where my practice is evolved more into too. When people come to me for tarot, even I'm like, now I'm just like, my, my teacher, Jose Luis from Peru, the way he says it, when he taught us tracking divination at my last retreat, he was like, I was talking to him about a reading he did on me. And he was like, what do you want? What do you want? So what, what shaman can do is you take what you want in life and we can read the energy to see the possibilities of that. And then we can, we can help guide you on how to bring that 2% chance of of the thing you really want that is only two percent and how to bring that into vision to be a hundred percent and it's through looking at your shit and working on yourself and making some tough calls you got to get out the bulldozer sometimes and god knows i've been pushed to do things i was terrified to do and i still do um but that's like that's the work so that's what shaman can can um or shamanic practitioners can guide people through and that's unique work so like when people come to me i always say i hook them for the tarot but they stay for the healing because they might just be coming because of a boyfriend but it helps them hear everything they need to hear and the other part of it that is like i literally i mean like i it's real deal. i can fucking talk to dead people like i can i talk to my ancestors i talk to people that are on the other side it's it's real shit and like I don't, I don't like go around bragging about some of the stuff, but sometimes I'm, you know, doing tarot about someone, whether their ex-boyfriend's going to text me today. I'm like, you like, I could literally be having you talk to your grandma right now, but you want to know about some dusty ass, you know, but it's, that's not my area. That's not my area that I'm going to specialize in. So that's not really, you know what I mean? Like, and I know that, so it's okay, but like I can do, it's pretty cool. I mean, it is pretty cool. So, and that where that comes into play is if we ever have a lot of, um unresolved things around like someone we've lost like that can be really comforting and i've had some clients come for that too so that's cool you know i also like have a lot of training on helping people cross over so like when someone's actively dying like helping their soul release and like cross over and that's really beautiful work that's not going to be again my specialty but i think that's going to be a thing where in my life with people that are close to me like i think that guiding people home is part of you know so I mean, like kind of like a death, very much a death doula. That's death what doula, yeah. I've heard. Um, yeah, I've heard of that. So I know how to do that. I know how to do all this stuff. So it's just like that's what everyone's like. Oh, would you? Well, you can always go back to corporate finance. And I was like, I would never know because these are. <laughs> why would I do that when you? I could fucking tell you your future. No, yeah. You know, yeah, it, it'd be a big shock to the system to go back to. To go back to something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't see you. I couldn't see you going back to that after living in this world now. I've gotten to, well, because nothing's real. So even when I hear people now talk, like to me, I, everything's a reflection of where I'm at. So I know if I don't have a lot of clients or my work slow or something, it's because there's something within me that I got to look at, you know, just kind of like how I was talking to you. Cause that's the process, like not talking to you about you, but talking to you about just now about like that vision and bringing the 1% in there. Um, so when I have friends and like, how's work? And then they start telling me 
like, well, Nancy next to me said this and like, I can't fucking believe blah, blah, blah. And they're getting into the weeds on all the details. I'm just like, none of this is real. You're just pushing paper around a building. Like I've done it. It's, it's true. Awesome. Yeah, it's true. I, I, I feel that too, especially um, just after like the last few years, like money's not real. Nothing's real. Like, like the relationships you have in your life, that is it. Like there's nothing else that is. Yeah. It, the people you love that is that is it and like literally up is down down is up money doesn't matter it can go it can come it doesn't I don't know well it because we all are going to experience it the way we're going to experience it no matter what like I have you know I could have 40,000 followers on TikTok and feel like nobody likes me you know but somebody else has 200 you know insta followers or whatever and they they think that's wonderful it's it's our perception yeah i've been it doesn't matter how much i made in my life and i made very little i made a lot at times and i've always felt broke <laughs> jared and i used to joke about that we're like it doesn't fucking matter anymore we're just gonna be broke at the end of we're gonna spend our whole paycheck whether it's like three grand or 500 so fuck it yeah um it comes it goes like i don't know it's um it it kind of, it's freeing to kind of not worry about that shit too and to just um i don't know there's other shit to worry about well and that's one of the things i need to work on right now is like real life i need to get back to real life so that was my big reality check this month i started this like quite frankly with a really large cash savings and like a plan for budgeting um as a person who runs my own business and then I got sick, sick with pneumonia last February and I kind of had to, I had to use it, mm -hmm. but then I didn't rebuild it. <laughs> so when I got sick last month, that was a problem <laughs> because I wasn't ready. And then, so I had to bust in, you know, fortunately I have investments and stuff, but like, you know, it was not the time in a downturn market to be taking money out of shit and getting penalties. So, and then, you know, my health and then my weight kind of got a little, cause I'm not like, nothing's real. I can eat whatever I want. Like, that's also not true. So like, you can't. Some you things are real. It's true. Some things are. You can't, you have to be grounded in reality and you have to take care of yourself and like be a little realistic. And I was too up here. Um, so like, spirit kicked my ass and now I gotta go back to basics and that's part of why I got rid of eyelashes and everything too because it's like I, I gotta get really cheap for a while and just like not order DoorDash for every meal and I don't yeah I do because I don't have my savings so like yeah. how dare I you know it's <laughs> I know but you get used to it you get used to that habit and then you just keep doing it. And for a while I was making so much money on live that it was like, well, if I can make, if I can do 20 readings in an hour, that's 200 bucks. Like, of course it makes sense to not drive and get my own food because that I could look at how much money I could be making right now. But then that, that stopped happening. And I was like, Oh fuck, I need to stop. Why am I still, I'm spending more every day than I'm making. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Um, also, while you were telling me that, my dog just dumped her food. She's never done this before. Dumped her food dish out in the kitchen, carried it into like I heard food all over the kitchen floor, and she just with her little dish in her mouth just carried it into the dining room. And now I hear her on the other side of the table eating what's left in her food dish. Um, yeah. While you were telling me the story, so I'm, she agrees. No. <laughs> she agrees. Dogs always act up in these podcasts. Andy's dog was being crazy, and Junie's always a. I don't know where she is. Junie has started a new habit where she feeds herself now. 
like she gets the food out and she so I keep the dog food bag in a big Rubbermaid container and it's on the floor in her little there's a walk-in closet here that's like her room Mm -hmm. with her crate and stuff and she learned how to open up the Rubbermaid container so like and she just when it's time to eat she goes in there and she takes the lid off and she puts her face in the bag and she just eats and I'll know because every day around one or two if I haven't fed her she usually comes and finds me and gets really annoying until I feed her and she stopped doing it so I was like well you're so like I came downstairs and luck and she had opened it. I was like, well, I'm not going to feed you. You obviously already helped yourself and can at any time. So like now we're just in a world where I, most days I don't, I, I don't feed her anymore. She just, she just takes care of it on her own. I, I don't know how I feel about it, Beth. I mean, she's self-sufficient. So that's nice. <laughs> she's real cute. She's real, real cute. I don't know. She's, I mean, like she's on diet food. So I feel like it should be more measured, but we'll just, we'll just see how this goes. And she's not overeating it though. She's not like. She's sensible. It's so weird. I and you know she's trained to go on pads, and she's really good about that. So like, I'm like I'm kind of at a point where like she's just like a roommate. I could leave for a couple of days. I think she could handle it all. <laughs> if I could teach her to use a washing machine to wash the pads, she'd just be like. You come back to the house. She's got some buddies over. She's got a poker game going. <laughs> like she's smoking a cigar and like eating a bag of Doritos. <laughs> yeah. Like, What's up? I don't know. She's a weirdo. Well, good. Do you feel all caught up in what's going on in my life now? I do. I do. I was just thinking too, as this is going on, like, um, this is like the height of self-indulgence for, for you and I, I don't know if anyone else will find any of this interesting. Cause it's just like, what have you been up to? And it's just, uh, it's just you and I catching up the way that we catch up. So, um, I, I, I don't know if this is going to be terribly interesting for anyone else, but I'm very grateful for this. <laughs> this is all that, this is all that my podcast is. You've been listening to it. It's just me talking to people. Like, no plan. Okay, let's ask you this. I'll ask an actual, let's pretend like I'm a professional and I'm going to ask a question. Please. Beth. Yes. <laughs> um, since you have known me, well, first of all, I feel like if anyone's still listening at this point, they've earned the right to know that we were frenemies until seventh grade, but That's we've right. known each other our whole lives. Um, and then we became best friends. But um, what do you think people don't know or would be surprised to know that just only know me from TikTok just based on what you've heard and podcasts and stuff? Oh, that's an excellent question. That's an excellent question. Um, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to go back to this thing about, um, you know, no depth, no emotion, not feeling anything. Um again like I said earlier I laughed because it's funny because I see why you say that I actually think you are um uh very well connected with your emotions like I think about our all of my memories with you I were crying or laughing I think almost all of the time right like there's there's big laughter or big tears just about every time we interact like it's rare that we're not like one of us isn't completely breaking down or completely like just full of belly laughs right and or or uh when we're really pissed off about something like I love the the laser points are angry like just when I get so pissed off about something so random like the only person like I may like let Nick know because he may find the humor in it or how ridiculous it is but I'll text you like this is something that like the other day I texted you about something to you know about just something that annoys me and I feel like you definitely do feel um and I I experience with you like all sorts of emotions regularly so I think um I think 
I don't think it's an untruth or a lie that you don't have depth or don't have emotions, but there's, um, there's a wide range there that you feel intensely and regularly. Um, and maybe sometimes you don't recognize it. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Tell the laser pointer angry story from your reframe of reference. Cause I was trying to tell someone the other day and I feel like I rewrote it or lost parts of it. I don't re even remember. I remember it was, it was, it, the origin was when you were and Jared were living in, um, over in Bayview, right. And that, that little house, there was something that happened there. It was, a show. It was on a show. It was on a TV show. It was on a show? Yeah. See, I remember better than you. No, you absolutely would remember more than me. And like you, cause this came from like this, this reference came from you and I, we thought yeah. it was so great and it was like, did. <laughs> okay. I remember. I'll tell you. You had to tell us. I clearly I was, I was like a daytime TV show. So like not Jerry Springer, but something like that. And the lady was, so, this lady was convinced the guy was cheating and that they were using a signal that the girl would come over and put lasers, laser pointers. Was this right? And then he would, and then he would know to leave. And she got so fucking crazy. She was yeah. so mad, and it was she was so irrationally mad about it. But like, yeah. I don't. I think there was a lie detector show, and it determined that it was not true. Yeah. <laughs> it was not happening. It was only happening in her head. It was like she was delusional. So we started calling that laser pointer, laser pointer angry. angry. Yeah. Yeah. And it's um, when something makes you so like the, the criteria is like it, it invokes an immediate reaction, um, pure anger, pure anger, like over the top, over, over the, the top. top, like really. And it can't really be something like if you describe that situation to anyone else who's rational, they would not find it to be like even annoying in the least. Like it's something that's very personal and very um uh like and it strikes you in such a way that nothing in the world with all of the injustices in the world makes you more angry than this thing yeah i agree and yeah. like it's you're just it's like an unwarranted emotional dysregulation absolutely <laughs> it comes up and it, it's and <laughs> i feel like every single time you've been laser pointer angry at something and you've described it to me i'm like fuck yeah that sounds terrible <laughs> i hate that too <laughs> yours it's so funny because yours was about group uh, it was about a certain dynamic within a group chat and when you said it I was like oh I've removed myself I'm not in one group chat I just yeah. don't anymore. I find I him to be I find him to be draining like and the the one in particular it's a group of lovely people and and it's fun stuff but like I feel like a, a group text situation is a is it it's a constant conversation like even though yeah. it's not actual noise it's noise and like yeah. how draining would it be if you were sitting around a table with the same people you're in a text with and the texts that come through kind of through the day are con like conversations that are had like at some point you have to be like I, I can't um and uh <laughs> Nick's got a few going with his family and it's so funny they do a they do a family wordle one where they all yes for every day which is very innocuous and like fun and um, like I was into Wordle before Nick and when he got into doing it every day, he was like, oh, do you want to join the, the family Wordle text? And I was like, no, I can't think of anything worse than getting 16 messages from people. Like, here's my Wordle score every day. Like, that sounds terrible. It sounds terrible. I, I, Nick doesn't even answer texts. So why he is in a group text? Oh, no, he does. He does uh, emails. He's, he doesn't answer emails. Texts he does, but emails he does. 
He used to be bad at text, or it was just he was just like uh pro- yeah, probably he's much better at text now. Um, but yeah, and it and it never my my annoyance of that is never related to um the, I know. the, the people in it, and it is fun to be able to stay connected, but it's just like one of these things. Yeah. I want to like dip in like every once in a while when you, me, and Katie like have one yeah. like, like here's a bit of information about somebody we know. <laughs> Here's a meme. Here's this. Like, great. We're let me good go. about it. Let me get it, and then let me dip out. Let me go. I know. I there's this trend going around TikTok about like, what is your family's group text chat name? Like, you can name a group text. I think it's. I don't know if it's just iPhone users or what it is, but whatever. Um, and I was looking at, it and I was like, families have group ch- families have group chats. Like, my family does not. The minute my mom tries to start anything, my brother and I are just like, no, <laughs> we're not. It's too much and we've my got, dad would never either we've got one it's for the most part fairly useful i don't participate it in it as much but it's like like if it's for like this is what we're doing this is what i need you to bring on saturday like that kind of thing i can handle and especially like if it's ease of operation better just to like send one text out to a lot of people but i just can't handle like feeling like there's a constant conversation going you know like i feel like when the conversation's done, the conversation's done. Like you and me at some point are going to be done with this web or this, uh, this yeah. podcast, and then we're going to be done. And then we're going to move on with our day. We're yeah. not going to keep this video open and like through our day <laughs> as we're doing things and like chatting. Yes. Like I'm not going to be doing dishes later with the phone. Like this is not going to be like, that's what it feels like to me. You know, that's what a, a group like chat communication feels like to me. I agree. I, my family is just always so ready to get away from each other. <laughs> like my, my dad will sometimes, you know, do a group text with just like me and my brother and be yeah. like, we're doing dinner at two on Sunday. Okay. And like, but he's like, okay. And I'm like, see you then. And then that's literally it. Like, I no feel way. like that's not even a group text situation. That's just like, <laughs> I need to tell you dinner's at two, but I don't want to send two texts. I love that. I love that economy with time. I love that he's got better shit to do. Like he doesn't even want to call you guys. It's just like, come at two. Like, perfect. I love that's, it. And that's partially why I am the way I am. Cause both my parents are like, like nobody even says hello or goodbye on the phone. They're just like, get the they get the point out and then they're gone and you know so, you said that in your po- like right away like in your intro yeah. to your mom's podcast and i didn't i like i didn't know that about you guys oh, yeah. you you i guess i've never spoken on well maybe i've spoken on the phone with your brother for like insurance stuff and like maybe like i may have had phone conversations with i don't know but like him and i are better him and i are good communicators yeah but not but when we have to Right, right. So my mom, Jenny, and when I, when we were roommates, when landlines were a thing, back in my day, we had landline phones. Um, so Jenny and I on the phone, our voices sound very similar. It was a thing when we were roommates. So like people, it was constantly happening where someone would call and just start talking to the one of us that answered and we, it was the wrong one. Um, and one time it was her dad and she hadn't talked to him in like tw- 12 years. So that was weird. But anyway, okay. So my mom though, she doesn't even ask for anyone. She doesn't, when you, when on a landline, when you, would call you know especially if you know someone as a roommate it was customary to say hi is this andrew hey is this andrew right. jenny or can i talk to Ange?" no she would just D- die right in she jenny would say hello and she'd be like i i need to see you blah 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 i'm gonna be there in two hours and then make sure you call your brother and blah 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 and then she'd hang up <laughs> and jenny would be like um okay so jenny would just like <laughs> write it down for me you know but like because we've been best friends for her so it doesn't matter but yeah it's like if she doesn't and then she just 
she'll she'll just when she's done talking she just like goes she yeah. seems I love that. That's so funny to me because knowing both Jenny and your mom, like I love that. Like, I, I love that. I can picture that this happening, and it's so funny to me that your mom's just like, "Here's the message, bye." And Jenny's like, "Okay." Didn't you ever hear the story about so Andy Stanislaw? You know, who I just interviewed on here. Um, you know, my brother's name is also Andy. So I, there was I used to I I communicate the same way. Like I really, I kind of do. I don't anymore. I did for a while. But um, when we were in our 20s, it was Easter morning. And remember how like in our 20s, everyone would just get so fucking shit faced the night before a, a holiday. And then we wake up hungover and all have to go to our respective families like dying. Yeah. So I remember waking up Easter morning, still drunk, like, like fucking kill me. And I called, I thought it was my brother and my cell phone. And I didn't say hello. I was just like, what time are you getting to mom's? Or to what time are you getting to grandma's? And it you was like, Andy he was like, he Aww. was like, what? And I go, when are you fucking getting rooms? I'm so drunk. I'm gonna die. And he was like, and I'm not coming to your grandma's today. And then I was, you know, he knew right away. He knew right away that I went to call my brother, but like, oh, I have not heard that. That's so funny. That's great. <sighs> it's one of his favorite stories but yeah it's just like we don't because we don't we just I, radley was yelling at me for this for dinner at dinner last night too he was like you always talk over me you interrupt you have no manners and i was like a conversation is a free-for-all like you gotta if you want to be heard man you gotta get your voice in there <laughs> you gotta dig in there you gotta dig in there i uh with five of us we uh like we don't, we don't do family dinners as much as we should. Like we're not all sitting around the table together. Um, but when we do, there's like this definite competition between the three kids to like talk about their day. Like somebody will start inevitably. So how is everybody's day? And usually between Lola and Rocco, whoever's uh, gets in there first, it will start to like, well, this is what happened to me. And we'll painstakingly go through like all of the details of the day. And like, when you think they're done, right. They come to a lull. And then the other person, like the other one will jump in and then it's always, I wasn't done. And then it turns into, a <laughs> and then like, we have to kind of like, it's almost like numbers at the deli, like, okay, well you're next. And like, Aww. okay, we'll listen. And then we'll acknowledge when the, the story is done so that we can pass the torch on to the next person. And it's a little bit of, um, it's, it's, it is free for all over here, but there's definitely the bigger personalities that get their, um, get their information out there. So we have to, we have to regulate it a little bit. Otherwise uh, we'll never hear how Henry's day was. <laughs> exactly. And that's why like Bradley's like Jared, where they just sit and they, I, I don't know if you're not like Jared always has these long pauses between everything he says, because he really does think about things. And then, so I knew with him, I had to like wait for him to process and then he would answer. Otherwise it would just be me talking all day. And so, um, in fact, I remember when we first started dating, I was like, when we talk on the phone, sometimes you don't ever talk. And he's like, I'm still trying to just understand what you're saying. Cause you talk so fast. <laughs> so I know that with Radley. So that's what Radley was saying last night he was just like but i think it's such a different dynamic look at the story you just explained like versus me and it's just me and radley every day and then i'm like how was your day what happened he was like nothing i don't just leave me alone you know and then like later he might start telling me something but he doesn't really i don't know it, it comes up later but like there's never been a day in my life where he's been like let me walk you through my day i don't think he even remembers what he did today He's like, the day's over. Let it go. Like, what's... No, I don't know. It happened. Move on, Mom. <laughs> my so time now. <laughs> oh, all right. I got to go see a man about a horse. <laughs>
I'm just kidding. I have a client. So that was funny. That's perfect. Perfect. Thank you. I love you, but I want to see you soon. And thank you for doing this podcast with me that we'll see if anyone um, actually made it all the way through. Just let let me know because we, we should don't. have a code word and then people should type in the code word and then they get a discount off of something. I know. I know. Um, and also, I we I want to do this again. We'll do it far enough in the future where you have other people who have, you know, stuff that's interesting to talk about with you. But I do really want to remember when you first started doing this, I was like, I want to come on and talk about the Twin Flame podcast. Yes. And but I, I, so I like, just like, let's put a pin in that. This is what I want you and me and my mom and me explaining to you what Twin Flames are and what people believe and then watching you react. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> All I know about Twin Flames is what I learned from the podcast about that Jeff and that Shalia. So like I, um, I feel like now I'm an expert. So and it was good. a very good podcast, but now I feel like I'm an expert and I want to talk and I would love to do one with your mom. And that's what we're doing. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Let's get that done. All right, love you. I will talk to you later. Love you. Love you. Bye.